A healthy autoimmune lifestyle leads to a life that is mostly symptom-free and flares are infrequent and resolve quickly. When you're first diagnosed with an autoimmune disease, you are usually relieved to finally have answers, but often also feel like there's absolutely nothing in your control. Fortunately, this is far from true. While medication might be necessary, it won't work well if you don't get your lifestyle right. In fact, studies have shown that implementing diet and lifestyle strategies will reduce your symptoms anywhere from 70 to 95%. For a medication to be labeled effective, it must reduce symptoms by just 20%. Diet and lifestyle play a huge role and the ball is in your court. Now, that being said, unfortunately, there is a lot of conflicting information out there on what an autoimmune lifestyle looks like. Every expert seems to have a different set of rules to follow. It's frustrating when every expert is saying something different. However, when I look at them, I look at for what they all have in common. Combined with my clinical experience, I've developed five pillars of an autoimmune lifestyle. When you have these five down, the rest are just tweaks based on individual needs. Welcome to the Therapeutic Food Solutions Podcast. I'm your host, Marion Mitchell. I'm an integrative nutrition health coach, therapeutic diet expert, and founder of The Road to Living Whole. There are many different diets out there. It's hard to know which one is right for you with your chronic illness and autoimmune disease. In this podcast, I'm going to share with you the foundational pieces every single therapeutic diet out there shares, and also how to use the best one for your particular diagnosis. If you've been looking for a meal planning partner, help navigating the complicated healthcare system, and want to feel better quickly, I'm your girl. Grab your kombucha and notebook. Let's dive in. Having an autoimmune disease really throws a wrench into the vision of life we have for ourselves. While diagnosis is a relief in a sense that what has been going on in our bodies for years isn't all in our heads, it can be frustrating dealing with the flares. Autoimmune flares vary in length, severity, what triggers them, oftentimes seeming to happen without any apparent rhyme or reason. Luckily, there is so much within our control. Studies have shown us that diet and lifestyle can reduce symptoms between 70 and 90%. That's huge. There is no guarantee that you'll be able to get off of all your medications or supplements. I know hearing that might feel discouraging, but sometimes medication is necessary. Diet and lifestyle can make them more effective at a lower dosage, which can minimize the uh, side effects. And so I hope that helps. Now, no more fluff. Let's just dive into what these five pillars are. This is the good stuff, right? So get out your notebook it's that time. Pillar number one, a paleo diet. The paleo diet has you focusing on consuming anti-inflammatory, nutrient-dense foods while minimizing the most inflammatory foods. The paleo diet encourages a high amount of produce, grass-fed and wild-caught animal products, including organ meat, bone marrow, which are incredibly nutrient-dense, and you can go back and listen to episode 48 to learn more about that. They're rich in healthy fats and minimal amounts of grains, legumes, dairy, added sugar, and it completely eliminates highly inflammatory foods, including processed foods and gluten. 
you might be surprised to learn that most disease-specific diets follow some template of the paleo diet. They kind of go in, they look at it, and then they find what works and they kind of tweak from the paleo diet there for each different diagnosis or set of symptoms out there. When I figured this out, it was a game changer for my clients. It made things so much easier. Pillar number two, sleeping seven to nine hours per night consistently. The importance of consistently getting adequate sleep cannot be overstated. Your sleep is essential and it cannot be skipped. It's easy to push this to the bottom of the priority list. There is so much to do. You have to work, run home, try to have a social life, spend time with your family. There are just aren't enough hours in the day to do it all. Not only do you need to consistently sleep seven to nine hours per night, you need to go to bed and wake up around the same time every single day, seven days a week, 365 days a year. There is a little bit of flexibility here. You have a whole 30 minutes in either direction, but this is also really important. I also know that plenty of people, especially if they're in a flare, are sleeping way more than nine hours, Um, especially newly diagnosed Hashi's people. Many of them are sleeping 14 to 16 hours a day, getting up just enough to function and then sleeping whenever they can. That happens. It's essential for you to talk to your care team about it and get it addressed. Sleeping too much is just as detrimental as sleeping too little, and it's a symptom, so we got to get that figured out. Pillar number three, manage your stress well. Managing stress isn't easy. You know, most recently there's been a pandemic and lockdowns, political turmoil, lack of physical connection with friends and loved ones. We can't always control what happens around us, but we do have control over how we take care of ourselves. Stress happens. It's just life. So we need strategies to manage it well. A few ways to help reduce your stress level and increase your stress resiliency are to meditate, exercise, take technology breaks, spend quality time with friends and loved ones, journal, have a creative outlet, reduce the amount of things we put on our schedule, and spend time out in nature. Meditation is especially effective. Just five minutes a day not only reduces cortisol levels and like stress, effects of stress in your body, but it also minimize, or minimizes your reactions to stress uh, that you may experience throughout the day. To learn more effective stress management strategies, go and listen to episode 46. I went in-depth in that episode. Pillar number four, daily movement. We all know that we need to exercise and move our bodies more. We also know that it's extremely difficult to do when you're struggling with fatigue and pain, which often go along with autoimmune disease or chronic illness. So how can you include movement when you're already feeling like crap? There's some simple things that you can do. A 10-minute walk, stretch-based yoga, so like more of a hatha yoga uh, versus a flow or power yoga, tai chi, gardening. Those are four really great options. I know that it can be frustrating to go slow and to do short workouts. However, you won't be in a flare forever. Eventually, you'll be able to increase the length and intensity. Meeting yourself where you're at 
and still getting the benefits of movement offers are essential. And last but not least, pillar number five, healthy relationships. We are created to be social beings. Relationships are mutual and respectful. They give us energy versus leaving us feeling depleted and drained. This is a critical part of your healing journey. Make a time to connect with these people. Visit with them. Ask them for help when you need it. And watch your health blossom. Healing doesn't take a bunch of gimmicks and hard-to-follow rules. It takes self-love and making yourself a priority. We cannot serve from an empty cup, but only from the overflow of our cup. Getting back to the basics is where it's at. Now, before I wrap up, I want to talk about what to expect after you start implementing an autoimmune lifestyle. An autoimmune lifestyle is not a guarantee of a life symptom-free or even 100% medication-free. As I said earlier, and I'm just emphasizing this because it's so crazy, implementing these strategies can reduce your symptoms anywhere between 70 to 95%. And medication to be labeled effective only has to reduce your symptoms by 20%. If you need to take medication for that 20% efficacy, then you should take it. You aren't failing by having to take medication to live your life relatively symptom-free. There's no badge or trophy given to those who need medication only during flares versus daily. It's all about your quality of life. Diet and lifestyle are the foundation. Medication can help your body remain in balance more effectively, and that's perfectly okay. There also is no guaranteed timeline for how long it'll take for you to start feeling better consistently. The length of time it takes to calm down the immune system and to start feeling better has several factors, including your age, how long you've been symptomatic, and the severity of your symptoms. Some people start to feel better within weeks of taking this leap. For others, it can take months or even a year. And again, I want to emphasize that diet and lifestyle change is the foundation, but it is not a guarantee of a symptom-free life. Your flares will be further apart. They can be less severe. They can be shorter in duration by nurturing and taking care of your body properly. You don't have to figure this all out on your own. All of these changes are a huge undertaking. You're truly overhauling your entire lifestyle. I'll tell you right now, trying to do it all at once is pretty much impossible. My approach is to focus on one thing at a time until it doesn't require much thought. It's just, it just becomes how you do things. And once you reach there, then you can move on to the next one. This is how my therapeutic food framework is set up. And I walk all my clients through the same steps. It is so much easier when you have a step-by-step guide time to talk to a coach to figure it all out and sometimes you just need to have a meltdown with somebody who gets it and I'm available for all of that. While I would love to partner with you on this journey to reclaiming your health, I also do strongly recommend having a naturopathic doctor on your team as well. I recommend going back and listening to episode 15 to learn what it's like to work with a naturopathic doctor and what it looks like to have one on your healthcare team. It really does take a village, especially if you're really, really sick. Quick review of the five pillars. Number one, a paleo diet or a version of it. Consistently getting seven to nine hours of sleep a night. Well-managed stress. 
moving your body daily, and having healthy relationships. By incorporating your, these strategies, your symptoms can be reduced quickly and dramatically. Thank you so much for hanging out with me today. If you found this episode helpful, would you do me a favor and help others find it by leaving a review, sharing a screenshot on social media, or sharing the link with a friend? By you sharing what you've learned, others are able to find this podcast and join our community. Be sure to check out my website, www.roadtolivingwhole.com for over 160 delicious recipes, a variety of meal plans, and a blog packed full of even more healthy living tips. If you'd like to learn more about how to work with me as your coach, you can schedule a free consult through www.roadtolivingwhole.com backslash health-coaching backslash. Until next time, friend. Bye.